Hi, this is Heidi, episode 16, Forgiveness. This podcast is for people who know that happiness and success aren't possible without courage and discomfort. I'm glad you're here. you. I'm glad you're back. There are parts of growing my business that I don't enjoy, but seriously, I really enjoy every part of the podcast process. I love researching topics, creating new content, and I'm just thrilled by the feedback I'm getting. So please continue to share the podcast. And as always, feel free to reach out to me with maybe any topics you'd like me to address in future episodes. Um, I do have a huge list, and I know I'm not going to run out of things, but if there's something on your mind, I'm guessing it's on the mind of several other people. Now, I've had the topic of forgiveness on my mind for a while and think it's a great subject, well, for any time of year, but especially at a time when we reflect on the last year and maybe even assess where we are personally. Also, many people find it hard to get to a place of forgiveness with family members, and the holidays in November and December can trigger thoughts and emotions that bring up areas of dirty pain. And this lack of forgiveness can really be a barrier to individual growth and progression in this world. And it's really important for us to understand on a deep level what hanging on to the hurt is really doing to us and also what it isn't doing to the other person. Okay, so let's jump right in. What is forgiveness? Commonly, people might think forgiveness is like having a conversation with someone or telling them that what they did is okay and you aren't mad at them anymore. Or people think forgiveness is accepting someone's apology. And this is not what forgiveness is. I really like the definitions that I find online in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary for forgiveness. They say the act of forgiveness is to cease feeling resentment towards, to pardon, to give up claims of requital so the other person does not need to make payment. So forgiveness is an act we do so we feel different, plain and simple. Forgiveness is changing our emotions and forgiving someone else doesn't do anything to the other person. I was telling her friend that I was preparing this podcast and she shared with me the quote, not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I love it. It is so the truth. When we hold on to grudges and hate, we poison ourselves. And we have this warped sense that in some way we're going to hurt the other person, which just isn't true. So what I'm going to talk about here requires you to understand the coaching model that I teach and was trained in with the Life Coach School. This is where there are neutral circumstances going on in the world around us, even things that people do, things that have happened in the past, and I call these all circumstances. And in the model that I use with clients, they're the C line. And then we have thoughts about those circumstances. Our thoughts are how we interpret the world. And our thoughts are optional. Different people are going to have different thoughts with the same circumstance. 
Now, our thoughts create feelings in our bodies and our feelings then fuel how we act in the world, how we show up, what we do or don't do. And all of our actions combine to create the results, what we end up having in our life. So I show clients how to write CTFAR down like the left side of a piece of paper. And then we dive deep and we examine the situations in their life so they can see how their thoughts are creating emotions and the results that they have in their life. So to really understand and apply the skill of forgiving another person or forgiving yourself, it's important to understand this concept and this tool of the model. If you haven't listened to episode one, you might want to go back now and listen to that episode. And if you're emotionally deep in a situation where you can't get rid of feelings of hate or bitterness, and you really need to, please set up a free mini session with me. And I promise in just that free session, you can see how forgiveness can work for you. Okay, I've also taught you that your thoughts and feelings can't jump into another person's body. And the opposite is true. What another person thinks or feels or does, doesn't impact us until we have a thought about it. So when we hold on to stories of when we've been wronged and we retell them, even if just in our minds, we're hurting ourselves. We are creating the hurt and hate in our bodies. We create nothing in anyone else's body. And when we hold on to thoughts and feelings like resentment or anger, we have less capacity to feel peace and joy. Not that we want to necessarily feel joy towards the person that hurt us, but resentment and anger fill so many parts of our body that it limits the positive that we can feel towards anyone, including towards ourselves. Resentment and anger can become a vibe that we throw out into the world. And you know, that means that we're going to attract a resentful and angry tribe. And people commonly think that if they keep permanent feelings of hate or disgust or the such, they're somehow going to be hurting the other person, like the poison we drink and think will kill someone else. We might give people the silent treatment or ignore them, but the only thing that influences their emotions is how they interpret what we're doing. Okay, I know this can take some time to sink in, but understanding this concept is so life-changing for you and for changing the direction of your life and even repairing extended family or social group dynamics. Here are a few things that I think forgiveness is not. It is not deciding you need to be around the person who has hurt you or it's not safe for you or your family to be around. You can forgive someone and still have appropriate boundaries. In fact, forgiveness is not even having a conversation with someone and saying you forgive them or asking forgiveness. Forgiveness by itself takes place in your mind. Forgiveness also is not something we do to control other people. It might make them think, feel, or act in a certain way. The person we forgive might continue to act in hurtful ways to others or might continue to be themselves or they might continue to feel awful about the way they did and remorse and shame their own feelings of peace and forgiveness will come from their own thoughts. Also, forgiveness 
is not deciding that you have to think happy thoughts about someone. You don't have to like or love someone to forgive them, although love does feel better. But you don't have to suddenly decide you like what the person did or who they are. Now, I'm going to talk more about that later. Forgiveness is also not condoning or liking what was said or done. Now, I think it's common for us to hold back forgiveness, thinking that we're then expected to do one of those things I listed above, and it's not true. So how does forgiveness fit into the coaching model that I've taught you and teach clients? Forgiveness could definitely be an emotion, similar to peace, but forgiveness primarily is going to come in the form of a change of thoughts, most likely about a person or event that will change and create a new emotion. Just like this simple definition explained, we choose to change our thoughts and then we feel forgiveness as our emotional change. So the way to feel forgiveness is to change our thoughts about someone. Nobody needs to say anything to us. Nobody needs to change. It's our thoughts that need to change. We probably all know someone who receives apologies, but they don't change their thoughts about someone and they continue to feel hurt and bitter. It's easy for me to say forgiveness is simply changing thoughts, but it's important to do after you have processed the appropriate amount of pain and grief in a situation. Don't rush yourself to forgiveness or it won't be a genuine change. You are ready to work on forgiveness when you want to feel something different. And I just want to say, I think the idea of forgiveness is such a beautiful concept to use in this self-coaching model. See how what you feel, the F line, the third line, is protected from the circumstances or the top C line by our thoughts. The only thing hurting us is our thoughts. They create the pain. It's not another person or event. And it's a wonderful protection for our emotional well-being if we can work to cultivate that awareness. So we forgive someone by simply changing our thoughts. Let's talk about specific examples to make forgiveness more real. I'm sure all of us have had situations where we felt we were wronged or something was done to us and we needed to offer grace or forgiveness to someone. I mentioned in another podcast a situation I had last year at my son's school and a teacher was incredibly inappropriate with us. And I needed to retell the situation to my husband and even another friend that helped me figure out what to do on that day. I knew that if I kept retelling it, I'd stick with the hurt that I didn't like. And I was happy how quickly I accessed thoughts to forgive her. I didn't condone a single thing she did, but I was able to see that she was defending herself inappropriately, but still, this outburst most likely had to do with something going on in her life, not us. And I also knew that I wanted to forgive her and be understanding because I would need to see her for many more years, possibly. And she never apologized. Remember, that's not part of forgiveness. Other people at the school did, but I changed my feelings from hurt to then curiosity to then acceptance pretty quickly by changing my thoughts and also wanting to be an example of emotional management to my son who would have to deal with this person and the situation daily. Now, remember, my forgiveness didn't mean that he even forgave her, which he told me that he did. My forgiveness changed my emotions, not those of my son, who was also in the room, nor the teacher. 
Now, a more serious and complex example. Do you guys remember the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre where Adam Lanza went into the school and he killed 28 people and injured two? I think the numbers might be off one or two. I looked up details and it happened almost exactly seven years ago to the date that this podcast is coming out. It happened December 14th, 2012. And what a horrible, awful, gut-wrenching experience. I was in pain for everyone, including the killer and his family. Seven years ago, I had all three of my children in elementary school. It was unfathomable to me. But I was so impressed and blown away by the parents of one of the victims, Emily Parker, who they came out the day after the shooting and personally gave a statement that day after the shooting that they had unbelievable sadness and grief for losing their daughter, but also they would be praying for the shooter's family. I watched a video of Emily's mother being interviewed a year or so ago, and she said forgiveness didn't come easy. She said she saw small miracles, and then she learned about the shooter, who he was as a person. She humanized him, and she ended up finding even empathy for him. She explained how, as she sought out forgiveness and understanding, she was amazed at how she could really see him as another human being. Emily's dad also said, we don't want this to be something that defines us. How often do we find ourselves anchored to a story or hurt? We feel we can't give up. It becomes something that defines us. It's a thought or story that feels so true. And I know we all know someone who becomes defined by bitterness and hatred from not forgiving. And often we feel defined when we retell and retell how we've been wronged. And we all know the facts and details change over time each time you retell that story. And not forgiving someone is a way to stay a victim. And we are victims of our own thoughts, but we don't have to stay there. Forgiving is becoming the hero of your own life story. How beautiful is that? And another reason we should seek to rid ourselves of feelings of hate is that we don't know all the factors that went into another person acting the way they did. It is a way for us to acknowledge that someone else is free to act any way they want. They may have consequences like jail or consequences that we set boundaries and we don't want to be with them, but our freedom to act any way we like is the foundation of being a human. And we remind ourselves we aren't the ultimate judge of another person. And in my life, the biggest forgiveness that I've had to do is with people who have said things or acted in certain ways repeatedly And I would then hold on to the hurt and anger and bitterness. And especially one person never apologized and has never said they were sorry. But I haven't needed that. Over years, I was able to move from anger to understanding and compassion. Instead of thinking it was so mean and hurtful what they did, I would ask, I wonder why they said those things and acted that way. What was going on in their life? And even asking myself, How am I like them? I don't choose to be around them, but I don't hang on to the unnecessary hurt and anger. And forgiveness allows us to be at the most basic levels, seeing another person as a human with faults and weaknesses, just like ourselves. All of us make mistakes. 
So an element of forgiveness is saying, I'm a human just like you. And it doesn't mean that I condone what they did or even want to be around them again. But in some way, you can see how you are like them. And forgiveness allows us to move forward in life. We start to see evidence for how we can make the world a better place. Evidence to make something good come from tragedy. Another reason to find forgiveness in our heart is that we take back responsibility for our thoughts and emotions and we aren't blaming another person for how we feel. Yes, depending on how we've been hurt, there could be a lot of pain and other emotions and grief that we have to heal from and sort through. That's normal. It's healthy for us to work through this. And when we acknowledge this and start to work toward healing, we then move from being the victim to the hero for ourselves. Often we don't want to forgive people because we think like holding on to the anger gives us a sense of superiority and we think forgiving brings us down to their level. And anger can also provide adrenaline to our lives. People might feed the energy that we're victims and we like that energy. No one else can make you forgive or change your thoughts about someone else. This is a power that only you have and a healing that only you can initiate. And if you find yourself in a place where you want revenge, I'm going to offer you that forgiveness really is the best revenge. You can show the offending person that you can be happy and they have no control over you. Now, not giving forgiveness for yourself is like living in chains or in a prison. If we're a prisoner, then we aren't free to go where we want to go, right? So when we hang on to hatred and bitterness, our thoughts and emotions are not free to go to other emotions. We have limited options for what we feel and probably how we act. We may think the only thing available to us to think about the other person is how much they've hurt us and how much we don't like them. So we're chained to just one room when there's so many other emotions like just peace and contentment. Emily's family has started a foundation to make school safer. They weren't chained in a prison to have limited emotions and actions. The forgiveness opened them up for ways that they could make the world a safer place. And finally, at the core of this topic, our ability to forgive is the truest reflection of our character, the real measurement of our capability to love others and to love ourselves. Because forgiving others is all about loving our emotional well-being. Now, thanks for listening. I love you all. Make sure you get my weekly emails. You can sign up at HeidiBenjaminSin.com or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. There is good in the world. There is peace. There is forgiveness. Find ways to draw these into your life. And I'll see you next week. <music>